I mean, he, he was he was a decent to good running back, but he, I mean, he had a year or two at Dallas that he was above average, and then he got lost in Minnesota. I mean, the haul that Dallas got for Minnesota, that was his best attribute, I think. I, think I agree with you. I mean, he, he was good. Don't get me wrong. In college, he was yeah. amazing. But so was Tim Tebow. Yeah. I'm not putting him in that class, but he just never translated over to – he wasn't Bo Jackson. Right. You know, I, I have to agree. That's why I picked yeah. Bo Jackson. Yeah, I have to agree. All right. So, so there you have it, Ron. You can keep writing in and telling us uh, where you think we're wrong, but we are going to tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Ron. <laughs> Rachel, also want to give a shout out to Rachel, who fact-checked me and sent me an article debunking the Munchkin suicide myth on Wizard of Oz. Oh. I didn't say it. No, no I said it. But, you were, like, said it. but you were like, I think that's a bullshit. Yeah. So you know where that came from? Yeah. The reason it happened was like there is a little bit of a of, of a scene where you don't know what's going on, but because Judy Garland was out there talking about how crazy the Munchkins were during the mm -hmm. filming, like the the myth just got bigger and bigger and bigger uh, to the point that like they're like, oh yeah, they were drunk on the set and one of them hung themselves, like and so like people started believing it. Um, and also, I have a lot of emails coming in. Uh, a lot of our listeners are really saddened by Manny's constant revelation that he did not have many friends growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so I really people are like, does he have to keep bringing that up? Like, that be such a truth thing. <laughs> Obviously, it's a source of yeah. <laughs> but Manny, we are your friends, yeah. and that's why we're here eating at your house. Yeah. Manny, what did you get? Uh, what did you pick today to feed us? Um, I made something called a taco burger, which um, was at a very small hole in the wall restaurant near uh, my childhood home. Where I didn't have many friends, and uh, <laughs> I was I would ride my bike down there with like maybe one or two friends, and we would go there. And I don't I'm not a big fan of the the corn tortilla taco hard shells. This place had a taco burger. It was legit taco meat, cheese, lettuce, shredded lettuce, tomatoes on a hamburger bun, served with nacho chips and nacho cheese on the side. And that's exactly what I made for you, gentlemen. Tonight. It was, but you kicked it up. I, I did. I uh, I slow cooked uh, chuck roast for eight hours and then shredded it uh, with taco seasonings and then put that on a bun because you guys are elegant gentlemen. So, so I am going to tell you that this is probably one of the recipes where I actually think you should give it out to the audience really quickly. I know you just touched on it. So slow cooker, how big was the chuck roast? It's uh, almost four pound chuck roast, um, half a cup of beef broth, two tablespoons of tomato paste mixed in the beef broth. You throw in uh, a teaspoon of cumin. Uh, oh, cumin. Well, A teaspoon of cumin, um, uh, salt, onion powder, garlic powder, paprika, and something else. I can't remember. Well, the last cayenne. ingredient from made it delicious. Oh, cayenne, cayenne pepper. Okay. Papa's already remembered. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was really good. So for those people at home that need a quick meal, like it's quick, easy to prepare, it takes, takes a long time to slow cooker, but it was absolutely delicious. What'd you guys think? I think it was great. great. I'm going to have it again. Like I'm literally in my mind, I'm thinking next time I have yeah, people over football, like that might be something I'll do. Yeah, that's great. Burritos. It is. Yeah, you can be. Oh, burritos. Is yeah, like delicious. Burritos, you can do the tacos too. Mm -hmm. Just instead of put it out and let everybody beer. serve themselves. Oh, why with beer? Just to get that more earthy flavor in it. Oh. Just, 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 I mean, you could try it with it. It, juices. I mean, hell, I cook, uh, you can cook a pork shoulder and a thing with just pour orange juice in, give it a little more acidic and sweetness. Yeah. With uh, 
with uh, the, whatever Mercedes puts um bitter orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the sour yeah. orange. Just yeah. sour yesterday orange. I cooked that shoulder. Remember, I was uh-huh. telling you like as the sound was cooking off, I was like, oh my god, I mean, I sour patch pork. The other beer, you know, I didn't know. I just put beer in my hot dogs, right? Like I, I boil them in beer and, yeah, and stuff like that. But I didn't know that that's what you use it for the earthiness and the. I guess it's the hops. It is the hops. All right. Uh, so you guys ready to get the show kicked off? Yeah. Sweet. All right, Manny. Since you're hosting, we'll start with you. What was your biggest movie disappointment? Ocean's Eight. Never saw it. Time Absolutely. Time. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Don't waste the two and a half hours or whatever of your life. Uh, Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, and Thirteen were great movies, all done by Soderbergh. Ocean's 8, I had high expectations for, and it turned out to be a basically a repeat of Ocean's 11 with an all-female cast, and there's nothing wrong with an all-female cast. I want to put that out there. Oh, come on. Um, but the storyline was the same. The, the gimmicks were the same. The hook was the same. The catch was the same. Uh, how they figured it out, the end was the same. Was Sandra Bullock the George Clooney character? She was. She was supposed to be George Clooney's sister. Okay. But she was supposed to be the really bad apple, although George Clooney. It, it, it was very strange. Who's Rihanna? Rihanna was the tech-savvy one. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, so she was on Chile. Basically. So they were like, oh, black yeah. woman, black guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you had, um, I forget her name, uh, a huge British actress. Yeah, yeah, Helen Mirren. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, Kate know. Blanchett. Kate Blanchett was Brad Pitt's character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, bouncing off of Sandra Bullock. And it was just, it was a, it was a, the same footprint of Ocean's Eleven, but with a female cast, different names, and different locations. I, I, I was supremely disappointed because I was really looking forward to it. I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch it. This might be tight. All the actors that are in it, a lot of big name actors. Garbage. Pappas, you had a reaction to him saying it's like, you know, all female cast just doing the same movie. Well, how about <coughs> our Ghostbusters remake? Yeah. That was fucking awful. I actually thought it was actually kind of funny. I enjoyed it. I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I'm with you on that. It, they, if you go some, maybe down an original way, it, it would have been better. That's exactly what I'm saying. Come up with a new story. But paste and repeat. Yeah. And just change the faces. All right, Babish, we'll stick with you since you uh, seem to be ready to, to, to participate <laughs> here. Babish, you brought back Godfather, Godfather 3. Does this movie have any redeeming qualities? Well, I mean, the uh, main actors that are in it are good, but that's about it. But the storyline was awful. What was the story of it? <sighs> He's trying to become legit. He, he wants to uh, buy Immobiliare, which is controlled by the Vatican. Uh, real estate. I mean, you know, he's trying to become a, a real businessman. And they, you know, like you said, famously, I try to get out and they pull me back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, is that the from that movie? Is that yeah, yeah. 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 He's yeah. after, after, after a hit, mm-hmm. after a hit on somebody. Yeah. Joey Zaza. Well, I, think it Joey Zaza. I, I tried to get out and they pulled me back. You know? Oh my God, I didn't know it was from that. I always yeah. thought it was from one of the other ones. I thought it was from two or really? something, oh. like a better version of no. this. Because I know that line. That line yeah. uh, well, and two, he was in. He two, was, two, two, he was, was in. He was, yeah. he was yeah. on the water. He was so in. Yeah. But this one, it just, yeah, again, you know, it, it's such high expectations, such waiting, how, how long was it, 20 years for it to come out? Yeah. And then fucking dud. you love big epic films so your movie was no shock to me i'll be curious to know if anyone in the group has seen it what was the movie you chose exodus gods and kings it's like a newer ten commandments and it was horrible (laughs) 
I'm serious because the one from the fifties, the special effects were way ahead of the time. So I'm thinking, oh shit, eighteen fifties. This is nineteen fifties. Maybe Chuck Heston, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah. The special effects were crazy. Mm. So I'm thinking, okay, a modern one is going to be so much better. No, nothing. Really? It was garbage. I mean, you probably never see it. No, I have yeah. to, well, I see it pop up on the, right. on my screen every once in a while. I think about, oh, well, maybe I'll come back to that and watch it when I'm bored. You watch it, you see what, yeah, I'm, I'm, what not, I'm saying. I'm You're not going to see none of what you saw. I'm like, how can you not, you know? Yeah. What's it called? Exodus, Gods, and Kings. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's all over. Like, one of these Yeah, I've yeah. seen it pop up. Like, when it first came out, I didn't see any previews. I said, oh, now I'm thinking about it. It's got to be great. Nope. You went and saw it? I saw it on cable. Oh, okay. yeah, it's yeah. been a while now, but none of that stuff, you know? OGB, are you here? Yes. All right. You chose two movies. Which two? Do you remember? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, having the first one in my top five, yeah. I was very disappointed with the Matrix 2 and especially Matrix 3. It just... High expectation, you know, one of those high expectations things, waiting, 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 thinking it's going to be knock your socks off. You know, the special effects were there and certain parts were pretty amazing. But as a story, I just feel like it didn't come together where it went. It, you know, I feel like it, it kind of forced it like they're probably, you know, there was never a plan for a two or three. I'm sure they're like, OK, you know, one did so good. Let's make something up. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking forward to four. You know, when it comes out. Four? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, Christmas time, right? December twenty second. Yeah, this so, year. I mean, I'm gonna, you know, I, I hope it's a standalone. That's just, um, I feel like it's kind of like a, it's, almost like a. So apparently, the storyline is basically like Neo didn't die. They're bringing him back. The machines are bringing him back. And I believe he actually is like almost evil in it, maybe. Really? I really? Had some crazy. I saw twist. something where he was kind of oblivious to the whole matrix like he maybe his mind was wiped because he was kind of just living an ordinary life yeah in the preview right now he's showing like talking to uh, who is it uh her like, uh no the the shrink or something the oracle no no nope. patrick harris or something's uh, in it and he's like talking oh, yeah, to patrick harris is a shrink yeah yeah, yeah. he's talking to, and and he's wondering whether or not neo knows if he's in the matrix or not or whatever but it apparently he doesn't He's unaware that he is right. who he is. Man, that first movie when it came out though was like mind blowing. Yeah, like it was just unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt, and I mean, I just watched it a million times. I mean, yeah. storyline, you know, special effects at that time were. I mean, the first time when you see him bend over and the bullets are coming, yeah. and, like, yeah. Yeah. and the camera's moving around him and stuff, and like the freeze action when they're doing the jump, and yeah, they just freeze, and next thing you know, the guys through a wall. It was unbelievable. Uh, question for you guys, just random question. What are your favorite movie snacks? Pappas, when you go to a movie, what do you want to munch on? Crazy minutes. Butter popcorn, snow caps. Inside? Uh, no, together. Just you know, oh, snow caps, popcorn, same time, together. I like putting my snow caps in the popcorn, the hot, hot popcorn, and making like a little melty. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, you wear gloves while you eat? I what? You wear gloves while you eat? <laughs> 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 I walk up in the seats next to me and then tell someone you don't want to sit there. Yeah, yeah no, butter popcorn and snow caps, man. I got it. It's just, I crush them. Yeah. Nachos and Twizzlers. Nachos same time? Nah, not same time. Do you nachos first and then Twizzlers at the end or mix them? It's usually one or the other. 
What I do like to do is bite off both ends of the Twizzler and use it as my straw for my Coke. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know what I also like? Besides nachos, I like the... I like the uh, Try it if you haven't tried it. That shit is hilarious. You've never done Twizzler that? Twizzler fail. Coke. It's like cherry Coke almost. Oh, my God. Yeah, or you can just get cherry Coke. <laughs> <laughs> is that the same? They have those vending machines and I... Then you, have, then you have a soggy Twizzler to chew on when you're done. You nice. Soggy Twizzlers. You're a big movie guy. Popcorn? The, 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 damn, I forgot what they call. The crunchy ones. What the hell? The crunchy chips. No. Raisinets? No, they, they like popcorn, Snickers. but the flavor ones. Caramel? Oh, like, like, yeah. Like, caramel popcorn? Car- the oh. regular popcorn, caramel popcorn, because you get them both. Yeah, that. Uh, like a Nestle's Crunch. You want oh, yeah. crunchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to make as much noise as possible. Yeah. <laughs> and a big-ass cup. Yeah. You got to have a big-ass cup. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. So Elliot and I will go to the movies with uh, our, our mother-in-law. And you know, like, you see movies, you're like, no one would ever answer the phone. And then, yeah. like, when you're watching a movie about someone watching a movie, people like, answering the phone, that's her mother-in-law. Yeah. And she'd be like, so Ellie and I will go take her to a movie, and then we're like, we're going to have to get in a fucking fight. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't care that anybody's around. And she's, she's like, it's bananas. And, like, yeah, she's like, she's like, shh, I can't hear her. It's a good thing that we decided that we should start seeing, renting out movie theaters on our own. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, for the audience, uh, AMC allows you to rent out movie theaters, so if you get a chance to it, it's Phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal experience. Yeah. Anyway, so favorite movie snacks, great. What about a night after drinking? What do you like to eat? OGB, we'll stick with you, buddy. Gotta go Mickey D's. Gotta go chicken nuggets. 40 piece nuggets. That's that big box of nuggets. Big Mac. And a whole lot of regret. It, it really does, and it just does not prevent you from doing it again the next time. No, it's such a craving, and it, you just want to use like the Italian it's food it's right, and you're like, "Hey, yeah. I think there's a McDonald's that's open down the street." Well, there's, you know, there's a 24-hour McDonald's literally across the street from my house, and, and yeah. that's just been end of me a lot of times in those situations. <laughs> I mean, you're a big McDonald's fan too. I'm trying to with your McDonald's hamburger, fry, and a big ass Coke. Okay. Get the big ass. Yeah, gotta get the ice. We're the Twizzler as a show. What What about you, man? You chose one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, it's uh, steak and cheese from Yums. Uh huh. Yeah. Why you make that face? Yeah. Come on, man. More regret. That's (laughs) worse regret than McDonald's. But that is. I I think that took my craving away. (laughs) 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 Yeah, steak and cheese from Yums. I get the the fries to go with it and a side of mumbo sauce. Um, I, I, and I have to eat it like right then and there. Like there's no seat. There's no seating inside. It's a traditional Chinese restaurant. Bulletproof glass. A traditional counter, Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And a bulletproof glass, a counter, and, uh, you know, 99 items on the menu. And I order the steak and cheese, mumbo sauce on the side. And then I walk right outside and go around the corner to a table at a restaurant that's closed because it's usually three or four o'clock in the morning. And I stand there and eat my delicious steak and cheese. I love steak and cheese, man. I'm a big fan too. Pappas, what is your answer and why? Breakfast. Any breakfast, <laughs> any breakfast food, pancakes, uh, a waffle, soak up all that shit in your stomach. 
no no regret bacon eggs <laughs> i mean that's i mean i, I love going to be at ihop or denny's or bob's big boy when it was open back in the mm -hmm. day they had the buffet that opened at four in the morning mm. and but yeah any breakfast food uh, you mentioned IHOP. You know, one of my favorite things to eat late night used to be the wings at IHOP. If you've never had wings at IHOP, they are. I did not know. Never had had wings. Yes. I didn't even know. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I mean, so I would get, this is disgusting. I would get an order of wings. <laughs> oh, great. Tell us. Let's say yeah. that. An order of wings, a big steak omelet, right? So the big steak omelet, um, and uh, pancakes with like blueberry, how do you say, compote, compote? Compote. Yes, like a, a six stack of pancakes. And I would eat all of that and then literally, you know, look like I was shitting bile the next day because it was that damn blueberry. <laughs> and just feel like I was dying. God. But it was delicious. Papis, I bet you Ramon Esteban was a breakfast guy. So I want you to tell the guys about Ramon, but I have two thoughts. Well, one thought before you get to it. Number one, he sounds fake. Like George Glass or Elio's movie. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What's the saying? Don't wince. Don't cringe. Don't cringe. Don't cringe. Don't cringe. It ain't gonna do you no good. That movie should be so easy to find. Literally, people waiting to be like, I'm looking it up. I don't think it exists. <laughs> All right. So who is Ramon Esteban? Uh, friend in high school. Yeah. Uh, one of those guys, uh, just a natural athlete top of the class part of the class um all around just a a good person he, he was you know one of those he had it whatever it may yeah. be so he was gonna make it you can just tell he was i mean he, he, and he, and he wasn't cocky about it he was just him yeah he was he was a very down-to-earth great guy goes uh graduates goes to college uh becomes an architect uh ends up um getting engaged to this girl she fucks him up fucks him up mentally and they she breaks it off like a little bit before the wedding uh he really gets down gets out of it meets another girl she's kind of reformed now he's a reformed and they all get together they, they, they got married they had a lovely family he, he went back to school became a doctor now i mean he just it, he, he was just naturally Whatever he touched, he had the Midas touch. Mm. But uh, he, he, after he met the second girl, he kind of changed, and uh, we we just grew very distant. She did. She met me once. I came back from California uh, when I was uh, living out there. I came back to visit, and I took we took all the cousins and we went to Bazooka. You were probably just too young to come out at the time, which is Bazooka, where it was a Greek nightclub. They had live music. Yeah. So I got a, and it was uh, my friend Carl, him, all the cousins. Uh, your sister, little, everybody was there. It's probably about 15, 20 of us. So I get a couple of bottles of uh, 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 <laughs> actually scotch or who's, I can't remember which yeah, one. Yeah. And you know, we're just taking shots. And she was a reformed drinker. She didn't want anything to do it. She looked at me like I was the fucking devil. So, you know, long story short, I kind of got pushed to the side and he, they went their way, which is fine. But it just, uh, so you knew from a young age. Oh yeah, he was. He was. He was, he was the man. He was on a rocket. He so. was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, whatever he was, put his mind to, he was going to do. Manny. So this is a you know up down up down story, very similar to Rick Gentry, huh? Yeah, Rick Gentry. Uh, this kid showed up halfway through freshman year in high school. Uh, had a mohawk about a foot tall. 
um, completely anti-establishment, you know, hardcore, lived on his own at a house that was on a block from the high school. What? Yeah, it was on his own. It was wild. It was super wild. And uh, come to find out, really nice guy, though. Like, we became friends. I don't even know how. We had, like, art or something together. Really nice guy. He wore a leather jacket. He kept brass knuckles in his pocket. He wore Doc Martin steel toed just in case anything popped off at a very posh high school, yeah. that, which is never going to happen. Um, really nice guy. And come to find out uh, through the years, right before graduation, that he actually was from a very wealthy family and he was the black sheep and he left on his own, thought he'd go do his own thing. And he did. Um, started driving a tow truck uh senior year of high school uh working doing whatever still you know anti-establishment you know everything mohawks punk rock all of that and he started a tow truck company right after high school and is now oh. one of the largest tow truck companies uh, players oh yeah he's using his middle name Huh. Yeah, as a, as a, and he, I mean, they have offices here, Dulles, Virginia Beach, Chesapeake. I mean, he, I completely non-anti-establishment now. Like, mm-hmm. he's doing very well. I mean, guy was super cool, super nice, really good kid, but not at all what I expected. Right. But still had it. He still, like, had, he, he still had it. You know? Like some confidence to be able to do all that and like, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's Rick. Have you guys seen uh, the movie or seen any of the documentaries on White Boy Rick? Uh, no, but I did see a lot of stories about White Boy Rick. I, saw the movie. I, I, saw I heard about him, but I didn't see. Yeah, so it was like this 14-year-old, 15-year-old kid who became one of the biggest like drug dealers uh, yeah. in Detroit, right? Yeah, in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the movie's really, really good, but like how he did that and became so like... Wheel the deal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Paul and John... Kakuza? Kakuza. Kakuza. Sound like they would have hung out with White Boy Rick. <laughs> tell, uh, tell us about the Kakuza cousins. Kakuza cousins. Paul, well, Paul went to high school with me. Coolest person. Like, straight out of the 80s movie. Quarterback of the football team. Had a, a Firebird. <laughs> Everybody loved him. And to me, he was the coolest person until I met his cousin. His cousin is a year younger than us. He was at the high school in the town over. And he would walk around with the Tims untied, just like cool. They the two hottest girls in the school at the same time. And I'm like, tell him, how are you doing? And he's like, well, if they don't like it, you know. He was like that. If they don't like it, this is how it is, you know. And they both accepted it. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. It's like the Kakuza cousin. They were so cool. That's just such a good name, too, right? Yeah. Like the Kakuza Cousin. Like, that's a great tag team team. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hey, so when I asked you guys to describe like a night that could have been a movie, Elio and OGB, you two chose memories um, that sounded more like episodes of a TV series. <laughs> Elio's, yours sounds like a Dateline episode where friends <laughs> die and you got to explain what happened. And OGB, yours sounds like a Three's Company episode. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. So let's start with your night, Elio. My friend German Rojas, he had a, an apartment in Rockville or Germantown and over there. And he's a big gun guy. So we go in the woods behind his house, all be him, Ivan, all the group, AK-47, M-16, yeah. And just start shooting shit. So I don't know, how, you know me and German's little brother, Dario, were both Marines. So 
we're the only ones that actually knew how to shoot anything. So I don't know how we didn't kill each other. Like we're just shooting trees. I don't know how something didn't straight off like that, you know. But yeah, that's what we would do. Just go in the woods and start shooting shit. So this is what I'm saying. It's like a Dateline episode where they're like, and these gentlemen decided to go outside. <laughs> None of them will say what happened. <laughs> I know we were quick, careful not to face each other. No, <laughs> There were tires and shit there, and shit and stuff like that. But I'm thinking about it now, I'm like, that shit could have ricocheted. Oh, you like, know, I was walking, being like, "Don't cringe, ain't gonna do that." Oh, you be telling us about your Three's Company episode? Oh, by the way, do you know what Three's Company is? Of course. Okay, okay. can you explain to the young kids? Because I'm sure they don't know. Jack Tripper. <laughs> I think it was just uh, they were saying. I mean, another Saturday it was his birthday the other day. Oh, yeah, oh, John Ritter. Yeah, John, John Ritter. Um, you know, old TV show where there was always some misunderstanding. Either someone mis- misheard something, or it came out the wrong way. And then by the end, you know, the whole episode is based on a misunderstanding, pretty much until the very end. So before you get to your movie, I'd like to hear from you guys, and I'll start with you. Who's your favorite character on Three's Company? It was Jack. I mean, all right, Jack. Who's uh, the landlord? Mr. Furley? Mr. Furley. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Larry was Greek on it. You know, he had, he had a couple He was of, Greek? Yeah. yeah. He had the episode where yeah, he danced Greek and dancer. they broke the glasses yeah, at his, at friend his Larry. restaurant. Oh, I remember they said his name was. You remember Mona? Yes. Uh, well, Mona was later. I mean, in terms of like. No, no, Mona was the redhead. Who's the redhead? Wasn't that named Mona? Like, the, oh, yeah. You mean Mrs. Roper's wife? No, 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 no. Mona was one of the loved him. Yeah. I like Jack. I like Mrs. Roper. No, no, not that way. But I, I liked her character. I, I thought she was fucking. She's always trying to get laid. And Mr. Roper wanted nothing to do he with was that. Hilarious. Nothing to do with. He, he pretend to sleep. He pretend to be dead. <laughs> and all she wanted to do was get laid. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, and this was just you know on TV. I was like. I like who's real. I like Ro- Mr. Roper and then Don Knotts came on. Mr. Furley. Mr. Furley. He was hilarious. Yeah. There were some great characters. Yeah, yeah. So I guess none of us said Chrissy, Chrissy or Janet. I mean, if we're talking crushes, Terry, yeah, was, Terry was my favorite. Oh, uh, Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of them? Yeah. Yeah, she was, uh, she was the best one. The cousin? The, the nurse. The cousin. Uh, Chrissy's cousin. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Kate. Yeah, yeah. After yeah. Chrissy left. So, you know, you're talking about how much you like Mrs. Roper. Uh, I don't know if you guys. <laughs> it reminded me of the story. It reminded me of the story. So it must have been the 2012 World Cup, right? So it was the 20 was the 2012 World Cup. <laughs> so do, do you remember the story? Wait. So when we went to come on, man. Pizza? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I remember the story. So, 2012 World Cup, you know, the, the games were really early in the morning for that World Cup. I don't remember what it was, but it was early in the morning. So, we would, like, go out to, like, watch the World Cup games that, like, start drinking at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, by the time the games were done at noon, you're yeah, I mean, we've been drinking five, six hours, yeah. right? And so, we go to a game, and we go watch a game, and we come back, and we go to, yeah, we go to Farlington Pizza, this little pizza shop hole in the wall near our house, right? So for those of the audience, it's just like, yeah, it's got five little boots in it. We sit down, we get steak and cheese. Yes, we do. And pizza, right, whatever, and we, we eat, and then, like, we go back, and, like, it's only 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and we pass out, right? For, like, the rest of the day. Like, that's well, how we were, we were wrecked. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
For, for the record. Yeah. Before he <laughs> continues, he doesn't even know. Oh, are, really you, are, you, are you putting you're adding a caveat? Asterisk? Yes. He's got a little caveat in there. <laughs> the jury didn't know that we were wrecked. So the next day, we're hanging out. And OGV's like, man, he's like, you know what I regret? I get it when I get so drunk that I'm talking to a hot girl and I don't get her number. I just forget. I forget. I forget to get her number. I totally forget. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you know the hot girl I was talking to. I was like, where? Was he's it like, a dude? He's like, at the pizza place. I was like, what the fuck? Is there, there was only an 80-year-old lady working in the counter. Yeah. It was the yaya. The grandmother of the guy who owned it was working that day. That's what he was talking. He was so psyched about her. He was like, oh, my God. It was, so his, it was his Mrs. Zilko. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> you know what I picture that in my head? I still picture that we were sitting in this huge Greek restaurant that I never been to. <laughs> in my life. Like, where did you take me? This place is amazing. Like, that's what. Wow. That's what yeah, he like, swore she was the bee's knees man. She was like, he was like, yo, he was like, yo, yo, who's that? Who's that? Hook me up, hook me up. I was like, oh, uh, we'll wait. I mean, this pizza place is like, uh, he, he thinks it was like a fancy restaurant. It's like you know the old school like plasticky oh, tables yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like that. Really, you know, almost a carryout. In my head, it was really this it was so small. They only had a couple of booths. Yeah, yeah. deli that I had never been to before in the neighborhood. So anyway, so enough. So tell us about your uh, your your. Yeah, I just thought of this because you know it's not necessarily a movie, just something that maybe not happening in real life. I was uh, in, in college and uh, I remember it was at Mason. I had pulled an all nighter studying, you know, on campus. And uh, I didn't have a car at the time. So my friend told the hoe. <laughs> he oh, wait, wait, no, no. You got to shut up, up told the hoe. Because it sounds like you said he told a hoe. No, <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. To- His name is Toll Ho. His last <laughs> name is Ho, but we call him Toll the Ho. It's yeah. just been an old nickname. <laughs> Shout out, because I, I think he listened to one or two episodes. Oh, good friend. So I asked him, could I borrow your car so I could go home, you know, shower, change, come back? He's like, yeah, sure. He had a, I think it was a brown old Toyota Camry at the time. Gives me the keys to his car, tells me, you know, what lot it's in. There's like a million lots around the area. General direction. I, you know, go to the parking lot, look around. I see a brown Toyota Camry. He in, drive my drive his car, get to my house, shower, shave, head back. Like four hours. I took a nap too. So we're talking about four or five hours later. Car doesn't start in my it's in my garage. I'm like, holy shit, why is the car not starting? You know, a few more times, got it to start. Okay, no problem. I remember stopping at the 7-Eleven on the way, pick up some things. Get back in the car, doesn't start again. What the fuck? Try again, not starting. Then I start getting like this weird feeling in me. And I'm like looking around and I just see like these weird things that I don't think he would have in his car. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I don't think this is my friend's car. And I'm like freaking out right now. I try the, the key again a few more times. I'm turning it, turns on, starts. The whole way I'm driving back to campus, I'm having like a panic attack because I realized somehow I took somebody's brown Toyota Camry that was not my friend. (laughs) He worked everything. And I am freaking out right now because it's been like five hours. (laughs) I've been reported stolen. (laughs) Looking at every cop car driving by thinking they're going to pull me over and like, oh yeah, I did it by accident. I was like freaking out. And I get to campus 
totally freaked out, park on the other side of where that I found the car, completely on the other <laughs> side. So much better. <laughs> I just get out of the car and run, like I'm running back to campus and I'm like freaking out and I'm telling them the story and nobody could believe it, like that I had that actually happened and like the key actually worked and that I just took somebody's car for four or five hours and and it was just pretty funny to me that you know we were laughing about it. Right, so Rachel, since you do some fact checking, I need you to fact check whether Toyota Cam News <laughs> actually shit that it seems like implausible. I, I'm telling you, I, I know it seems impossible. I don't know how the freak it worked. It, I swear to God, told uh, verified that his car was still I mean it was definitely not his car. One thousand percent. One million thousand percent. I parked it on the old other side of the campus. I think that's the funniest part about it is that not only do you steal someone's car who's not freaking out because their car isn't there, but instead of returning it to the father, they can find it. You're like, fuck it, I'm gonna make them pay to give it more. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna smash it into a wall and make it even worse. I thought after I'm like, man, it probably took them a whole other week to find that day. <laughs> that's funny. Packers, are you sure you weren't watching a super bad movie when you answered this question? No, more like Porky's. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What a great fucking movie, by the way. Yes, yeah, it's a movie that wouldn't be made today. What, I, no, absolutely not. Yes, you're right. That is, the, that is the right cop right there. Porky's, tell us your story. All right, so it's junior year high school. It's probably it's right right before uh, Christmas, right after Thanksgiving, right before Christmas. And we're, I'm uh, trying to uh, pledge a service club. You know, they don't have all these clubs. So our initiation was we'd have to, from our high school parking lot to one of the beaches, it's a man-made lake and there's like five or six beaches down like Barcroft. Yeah. We'd have to, we had the streak from the parking lot of the school <laughs> to, to the, the, 80s thing, to <laughs> the, to the uh, beach, which was probably two miles it's away, good, yeah, give or take. So there's seven, eight of us, eight of us. Get down to our uh, birthday suits, and we're running down Glee uh, Road and down on the Dallas. No, no, it's it's uh, oh, Patrick Henry. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. it's Patrick Henry down the waterway and down so, to the. So beaches. people who don't know, Patrick Henry is like a thoroughway for a lot of neighborhoods. It's all neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah been lots of cars and people driving through from one side to another business. Granted, community. it was what 10 o'clock at night, so. There weren't many cars, and this it was on a uh, Saturday night. So we get there. We we were told to line up on the shoreline of the beach. We had our hands over our heads like this, and then this barge pulls up, and it's full of our the sister club, you know, that's affiliated with our club, uh, full of girls on the beach, and they shine a light from our top head to our bottom head, oh. back up to the top head, you know, back and forth. This is for a service club. Yeah. yeah. So no, I mean. <laughs> It seemed okay at the time. <laughs> but so that finished, and we decided that we had to run back. And as we're running, see this kind of corner of your eye. You see, I see a car going and kind of turn around. Freaking cherry lights get on. Two guys that I was with, they just started jumping fences, going in through backyards of homes. I just stopped. I said, I'm fucking tired. I, I whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Cop comes up, high beams on. You know, I'm standing there holding my twig and berries. <laughs> Cars are passing by, looking. I'm like, fuck. Of course, car, cop comes up. She's a female. 
Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She starts talking to me, and I'm looking at what's going on, and I explain her the whole thing. She goes, get in the back of the car. So I get in the car. She starts driving back up towards the school. You know, she's telling me if I catch any more of you guys, I'm going to have to report this. <clears throat> but while she's talking to me, I'm kind of getting a fucking heart oh, on. Oh, God. <laughs> she's, she's, kind of, she's kind of hot. And I'm in a cop car. I'm like, this is, I don't, I don't know why. Hey, I'm just oh a sick fuck. <laughs> so she takes me back to school. She drops me off. Another warning. I said, all right, thank you. And she got all my info and got dressed. Drove to the party, got my balls busted by, you know, nobody else got caught, thankfully. Got my balls busted by the guys. We drank a lot, had a good time, and that was pretty much it. But, yeah, that was my <laughs> movie night. Sometimes Pappas tells these stories, and I feel like he fell asleep watching some movie, and it's, like, now seared in his head that he thinks, like, it happened. Like, because like, when you said, I'm reading the story, I'm like, I've seen this movie. Yeah. Like, no, I've only seen it in one-minute snippets. Yeah. I've never seen it in 120 minutes. In the past, just living the best parts out, he's smart. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man, you didn't give me much to work with, so fill me in on White Lightning. Oh, I'm sorry. It was, it, I mean, it's not a long story, but it, it was my 25th birthday. Um, we were, uh, where I was working at the club and, uh, one of the police officers is, you know, right. My birthday is in December. Uh, one of the police officers that worked for us went home to Atlanta, Georgia for Thanksgiving. And he came back with a Mason, very large, clear Mason jar. And he said, I heard it's your birthday. I brought you this. And I said, what is this? And he said, it's white lightning and it's moonshine. Okay. And I'm like, I've never had it. Great. It's the beginning of the night. He's in uniform. We're working. I'm working. Everyone's working. We decided to go into the office to, to take a shot real quick. And he goes, well, yeah, I'm still on duty, but I'll do this with you. We crushed it. It It is it is everything that it was described. It's white lightning. Uh, it burned. It was, it tasted terrible. All of the above. <laughs> Fast forward to 3 a.m. Everyone's, we're closing up. I got to, I'm supposed to be counting cash. I'm hammered now all of a sudden. He's hammered. Everyone around us is starting to drink some of this stuff. And I was like, hey, uh, and uh, this is very strong. Maybe we should try to burn some of the alcohol off. So we light them all on fire. Oh my God. Okay. We just leave them like, they're burning. They're in glass, little glass shot glasses, and they're just, just burning away blue flame. I have pictures somewhere. Um, and I was the first one to take one. So I blow it out. And it, and honestly, we let it burn for a minute. I'm like, it's really strong. Let's let it go. Take the shot. Not only is it hot, it burns my fucking lips. I look like a crackhead. I, my lips are burned. I'm hammered. I'm super hammered. One of my closest friends, Collins, picks me up like a little girl, just cradles me and carries me to the car, puts me in the back seat. We go to my house my condo apartment he picks me up carries me up the stairs puts me in bed i wake up at 4 p.m the next day super super i've never had a hangover that bad in my life and all of them everyone everyone that was with me that night are all sitting in my living room they'd ordered pizza they were just sitting there just laughing waiting for me to wake up i walked out i was like what in the hell my lips are all chapped i look like a just a hurt hurt cracker it was it was it was right out of right out of hangover. It was terrible. <laughs> lots terrible. of lots of hijinks when we were younger. And lucky for us, there weren't cameras or phones around, right? Yeah. But uh, that's not like the case anymore. So OGB and Manny, you guys chose social media. 
as the toughest thing about growing up today. Why do you think it makes it so tough? Um, I mean, I just think of, you know, I look at my niece sometimes, just think of like, kids are so like so overly connected now you know back in the day i go to school you know i had some friends come home have some friends to play with and that kind of be it he's wondering what that was like (laughs) (laughs) tell me more george (laughs) you know now i just feel it's such a competition for all the little kids especially and then especially you know if you're a kid and you don't maybe have those friends it's so much more magnified when you see all these other friends that are all talking to their friends on social media and you know it's just I just feel like it's such a stress for them at the end of the day of, you know, trying to maintain, you know, competition as well as kids maybe realizing, oh, why does, you know, somebody's cooler than me or somebody, you know. That's incessant, right? It's always in their face. And I think about that often, right? Like, you know, so I, there was a period of time where I used to wear Jovan Mustak's appeal to school. And so the kids started calling me smelly. (laughs) I fucking smell like, you know, like, uh, and then we're going to text him. And so, but I got to go home. Yeah. Right. right? And you got and to go home and leave him. You got to leave him. It's not like they were following follow you. It wasn't right. there for you to look at later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, they do all these studies now just about like how much kids are exposed and all this. And I absolutely like, and like how it changes their mindset about like, you, know, you look at pictures of like, you know, like 14, 15 year old kids like today versus 14, 15 year old kids before, but you know, like, and it's just like, What's, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it really is. How about for you? Similar to yeah, almost almost the same thing. I mean, I, I, my nieces and my nephews, they're they're so again really connected, right? Like you go to school, uh, you have a group of friends that you hang out with, and then you leave and you go home, and people are talking shit or whatever. They put that stuff online, yeah, and it follows you. It can it will it can literally follow yeah. you. To the point where if you talk shit about me in the hallway and I didn't hear about it, well, then I didn't hear about it. Yeah. But or God, if it's on, they catch something on video. That, or, or that. Or that. And then they, they put it in writing. It's there. I mean, it, it will live forever. Yeah. And it, that is, I think for me, that's just traumatizing. Man. Fuck that. Yeah. But they seem to have like adapted to that's how like they think life is. And well, that's know, how they grow up. Yeah. They don't know them. Yeah. It's yeah. always that's like they never knows the uh, Maria and Eleni always want to hear stories from when we grew up yeah because it's completely yeah that's yeah. completely foreign to them Maria is your daughter my daughter and Eleni's our, our niece yeah. uh, it's just completely foreign to them yeah I mean there was no you know you, you don't have to whatever happened happened amongst your friends and that was it and that was it there wasn't 20,000 phones around to take pictures or video or whatever have you now, Elio yours is pretty close to what they're talking about given that everything's recorded now but uh you know so I think because of that yeah, people have also transformed that the way that they speak or how they try to say things, right? Like sometimes, and I think this is something that you feel would be tough for you growing up. Yeah, in fact, uh, political correctness. Like me growing up, people said what they meant and they meant what they said. You always knew where you stood with everybody. Basically, keep your friends close and your enemies the fuck away from you. <laughs> yeah. And now because like, the different personas that exist, right? You got to yeah. mix a lot with a lot of those people. Yeah, so everybody's fake, you know, but in behind your back, there's yeah. something yeah, else. Right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Pappas, you went pretty deep with this one. I thought your answer was uh, pretty awesome. Um, and thought for myself for a minute, you were the onion this week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a layer. What do you know? Yeah, you do have a layer. You do have a layer. So what, what was yours? Well, I mean, when we grew up, 
if you kind of talked about yourself a lot or you know, about what you did or who you were or whatever have you, you were considered arrogant or cocky, no? Now, today's day, if you don't post about yourself or post about what you're doing, taking a dump or <laughs> drinking coffee or whatever it may be. Oh my God, the drinking coffee pictures is you know, like- tw 20 times a day minimum, you're considered socially awkward. Mm. I mean, w w where did it change? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, to me, it, it, that's, that's what's growing my mind. Yeah. So a question for you guys, like, how do you think the lack of humility that exists in like the younger generation? Because there is a lot, like they find their lives to, to be so interesting. And, you know, we're doing a podcast, right? So like, obviously we find what we have to say a little bit interesting as well, but I don't think we do it for that reason. Like I don't do that. I do it more because I felt like I didn't know you guys well enough. And I was like, let me create an atmosphere where I can learn more about you guys. Right. Because uh, otherwise, just for those that like don't know us, We'll often just sit around and watch sports. Yeah. And say like 30 words. So no, no. And so but now today, like, you know, I often spend time with younger generation and I'm just like, I don't care. Shut the fuck up. Like, well, what the hell? Like, why do we like okay, great, you had coffee this morning? Awesome. Why do I need a 45-minute story about the barista? Like, you know, like. But so how do you guys think it manifests itself when they're older? Like this, this like yearning for attention, this, you know, like this ideal that they, I, I feel like, how are you ever going to work in a job that doesn't give you accolades all the time? Like if you spend your whole life wanting to get that, like, I was almost an estrogen shot, but I mean something else like, like you know, like, what is it called? Like the, the high? Yeah, the high, yeah. whatever that, what, what is the serotonin? Serotonin. Yeah, yeah, not estrogen. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking the wrong pills. So <laughs> no, but like, how do you how do you ever get a job, right? Like, if you don't get a job, where they're constantly patting you on the back, and well, if everybody's the same, then they're going to have to. Then it'll just change. The dynamic will change. They'll have to say good job. But I mean, isn't that the case now? I mean, everyone gets a trophy. I mean, isn't that yeah. more along the lines of what I'm, at least from what I see, you know? Yeah. Everyone gets, you know, regardless of whether you did a great job or you just really sank. No, you're right. Everyone gets a trophy. And I, I feel like that's a culture that's that's being cultivated yeah. today. We didn't get trophy. I didn't get a trophy. Even though I participated, I didn't get a trophy. I, I had to prove myself. I had to play hard. I had to, you know, win, basically. Of course. Here, it's, it's pretty much everyone gets a trophy now. And I think that feeds into this situation where well, I'm popular. You're going to give me accolades, uh, you know, whatever. And then when they go into the workforce, if they go, who knows? Uh, well, I, why don't I get my daily pat on the back? Why don't I get my, you know, accolades every every Friday? Like I'm, I'm confused. Workforce. If they get five million followers, they they don't need to go to the workforce. That's the truth. <laughs> that, that is so. It's interesting though because you just said something um, about like participation. I will say the one thing for me often that I try to like instill in my son is that like sometimes it really is just about showing up, right? Because I feel like, uh, not in all things in life, but right, like, but I feel like maybe there's a, there's a lot of people that just don't show up, right? Like when they need to, when they require, because it's too hard, it's too tough or whatever else. But I also don't think that showing up, we should throw a fucking parade for you, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I said, sometimes they're showing up, but they don't mean to celebrate you for fuck showing up. That's what you're expected to do, right? Yeah. There's two parts of that equation, right? Absolutely. But yeah, and I often, like, sometimes, like, 
Uh, you know, I work with all generations and every now and then you'll find a, a young person who's like in the job two weeks is like, so uh, when we talk about promotion, yeah. it's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> like what, what's wrong with but you? But I've showed up early for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen how hard I've been trying for these two weeks. I mean, I've seen, uh, yeah. I mean, in my job right now, young people coming in and they're bitching after like six months, why they haven't been promoted and, I'm like, you know, like what I had to do for all these years to yeah. get like to where I'm at. Do you know how hard I had to pretend to work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is tiring. Hey, so let's get to the bedazzle question. For those unfamiliar with bedazzle, it's a movie starring Elizabeth Hurley and current internet darling Brendan Fraser, who's making a big comeback because he's like America's dad wearing a cowboy hat and stuff. So look it up. Memes all over the place. In Bedazzled, uh, Elizabeth Hurley, who I think is... Was the devil. She's the devil. Yes, yeah. yeah. One of, but also one of the most, like, attractive actresses of her, like, you know, oh, yeah. era and stuff like that. Still she is. Still smoking. Yeah. Still, still smoking hot. Um, so she plays the devil, and she fulfills Brendan Fraser's wishes, who plays, like, this down-in-his-luck loser, right? Yeah. And he, like, meets the devil, but every wish is fulfilled with a catch. So, like, he gets to become the richest man in the world, but he's also the largest cocaine dealer in the world. <laughs> he becomes the greatest star, the greatest basketball player in the world, but he also has a micropenis. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the funniest ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Micropenis plot twists are always good. <laughs> so, anyways, I asked you guys to come up with some bedazzled questions for the group or an individual. OGB, I want you to start with your question. Do you remember it? Do you have it up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember it. I mean, kind of mentioned it the other day, but I just want to know because Tom Brady comes up so much. Mm. Felio would sell his soul to the devil if he knew that Brady was going to win them a championship if he played for the Raiders, say, the next three, four years, and he had to root for him the entire time. Would he trade that for a Super Bowl ring? Nope. Got to get a new team. Wow, really? Damn. That what was Tom Brady have to yeah. do for you to forgive him? Uh, go back in time in one of his DeLoreans. <laughs> 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 and the play would have to be called right. Then we oh could. And then there would be no fucking Tom Brady because he was built on that play. He wasn't even the starting quarterback. Damn. That is shocking. Yeah, yeah. So who would you choose? So say this happens, and this happens. Now I'm really interested, right? <laughs> so this happens, you got to choose a new team. Like who'd you choose? The Cowboys. Oh, hundred percent. I grew fuck? up. I, you know what? I, I, it was Cowboys and Raiders. I stopped Cowboys when Jerry Jones came in. He fired Tom Landry, my grandfather, mm. the only coach I ever knew on the Cowboys. You don't fire Tom Landry. You get him to retire. Right. But Jerry Jones is a piece of shit. Yeah. So after that, I got no use for them. Wow. 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 Oh, yeah. man. This is like yeah. a bomb was dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I'm glad they never played each other. Those are my teams. So, okay. So let's just stick with you. What's your question? I like your question. <laughs> kind of bedazzled, but not really. Because he doesn't, it's, you know, but whatever. Would Pappas admit that the powers that, that, B gave Brady's team preferential treatment if it meant the Washington football team getting all the calls in their favors like Brady does. Would you admit it? <laughs> God, the Brady hate runs deep. In I know, I get it. And the lows, I'm the lows. 
was the Brady question. For, for me, can't. for me, it's it's it's. I don't even love or hate him. I respect the guy for what he's done. But I I I, I like just tweaking you. That's all it is. It's ninety nine percent of it. Just but <laughs> exactly, Brady, and it goes off into a tangent. So let me ask you a question then. Would you give up being able to tweak out you about Brady for the Washington football team? Never. That's my joy button. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Papas, what's your question? All right. So outside of Elio, we're all Washington football fans. Yes. So would you give up the three Super Bowls we won to get new ownership and get Dan out? Oh, good one. That's a tough question. I mean, in a heart. I hate Snyder yes. like you hate <laughs> Jones. Fuck Snyder. But yes, that, absolutely. But does that mean taking all those memories away? Yeah, in a heartbeat. Oh, oh well. God, those were some good memories. So, outside of the Super Bowl, what are your best Redskins memories? I mean, those were the the big ones, but just those Super Bowl runs. I mean, the two out of the three that I remember the most. Maybe they want. They, maybe they. they yeah. Let's say they, they have the same yes. season, but yes. they lose the game. They lose. They lose to Buffalo. Yes. They lose that meant Snyder gone. Yes. Then yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's a, that's a pretty interesting hypothetical, right? So this happened. Snyder's gone. Like whatever. We have new ownership. Maybe the last thirty years aren't as like awful as they've been. But Buffalo wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Does that like change kind of like Buffalo's trajectory and like you know because. Yeah, I always wonder, like, did they just need one? Like, Buffalo just need one, right? I think that wide right, that that just fucked them up. That you think every time they got to the game, Norwood, you know? I think that wide right, that first first game, because they they had they had uh, Giants number in that game. They just, Giants just you know kept it close and wide right. See, he's local boy, Scott Norwood. He went to Jefferson. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years before Dave Grohl went there down the street in Alexandria. Before we sign off, love to hear from you guys. What did you learn this week or what made you feel old? Or you can do both. Elliot, we'll start with you. Mm, I got nothing. Yes, you do. <laughs> you learned this week that Jamarcus Russell was drafted in the same. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Jamarcus was in the same draft as Megatron. And Beast mode and AP. So that makes things worse for me because I knew that there were better players, but I actually looked it up and saw the players in there. So it's like ridiculous. I think Megatron went right after him. And then AP was like number seven or eight and Beast mode was right around there. So I would have took any of those guys for that piece of shit. (laughs) Travis, what did you learn this week? Or what made you feel old? Did you guys realize that just the, the other uh, probably a week or two ago, I was uh, looking at the you know those stickers they have like when you go to Seven Eleven or whatever. If you're you know you're you're if you're under this age, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, born yeah. two thousand, yeah. born two thousand yeah. of oh, drinking for, yeah. for whatever. Just yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah, oh my god. So there's no in the last. It's a new century of kids now. Yeah. I, I just it just kind of fucked with me. I was like, holy shit, 2000 and on now. It's kind of nuts. It's kind of weird. Yeah, OGB, you had one about numbers as well. Yeah, just sticking with time. I mean, you know, reading that we're closer to the year 2050 than we were. 
to the 80s. Like, to me, that's mind-boggling. Like, 2050, yeah. like, 2050, you know, like, 2050, I still, like, can't get that through my oh, brain. Like, it's 20 years away. 20 years away. 1989 is, yeah, it's 32 years away. Just, wow. It is nuts. We have flying cars by 2050? Yeah. We're supposed to have flying cars by now, but I know. Elon Musk is fucking around. Well, <laughs> uh, man, anything to add? If that didn't ruin the time machine. Yeah. <laughs> Did he ruin it? No, it's actually at the end of part three, he made a, a train out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, anything to add? What's that? Anything to add? Anything you want oh, to speak uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, going back to Matrix, Will Smith was supposed to be Neo. I didn't know that. I was watching Graham Norton show a re- rerun of it, and he asked him straight up. He was like, "So apparently, you turned down the role of Neo in the Matrix." Oh, really? And he goes, "Yeah, uh, I, I did turn down the role. Uh, I didn't think that the special effects were going to be what they actually described they would be." And then instead, he went on to do the movie Wild Wild West, which was, that was a good yeah. <laughs> but I like I liked Wild Wild West. I did I did like it, but did yeah, he watched the original show, huh? You yes. know. The original show, no, movie, but that's why you like the movie. Uh, if you were like us and watched the show, you would have hated that. Well, really? like these guys. <laughs> <laughs> that show is great. So I like where you're going with this. So I'm going to drop some uh, bombs on you guys. Uh-oh. Yeah. Do you know who's supposed to play the leading gladiator? Oh, another one of my top five. I think. Mel Gibson. Not really? He turned it down because he felt he was too old for it. Not shocking. Wow. That isn't shocking, but uh, I mean, damn. It's amazing how things turn out. Like, I don't think that movie would have been close to what it was without Russell Crowe doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big whole thing about it. Like, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so he basically turned out, he was like, I'm too old. Like, yeah, I'm just not. And then, you know, they're basically thinking, like, we can't get a monster person, right? It's got to be someone who looks like, you know, he could be you know, a general or whatever, not mm-hmm. like a superhero because it's going to turn the movie and it's not going to be as good. Um, all right. What do Maniac, she's a maniac, no. and I have the Tiger have in common? 80 songs. Okay. Both obviously featured in 80s movies. Maniac. Yeah, I was going to say. Movies. Movies. Oh, sorry, uh, from Flashdance. Flashdance. Rocky Three. So, do you guys remember uh, the theme song in Karate Kid? Can uh, sing it? Yes. <laughs> uh, you're the best. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, never break it right? Yeah. Yeah. It's in Cobra yeah. Kai too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they still play it now. So that song was written first for Rocky Three, and Stallone was like, uh-uh, I want I Have the Tiger instead. And then they offered it to uh, Irene Cara and Flashdance, for that instead of Maniac being the theme song of that movie. And so they all said no, and that's how it ended up in the crowd. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, and the tournament, this is also something. So shout out to the Rewatchables, Bill uh, Simmons podcast. Um, they were talking about it like a year and a half ago. They did this episode, and I just listened to it the other day. The tournament in the Karate Kid was actually a real tournament. They actually put together a real tournament about a thousand people showed up for it and they had like oh like 50 to 60 real karate so when they're shooting the they had six cameras in there so they would shoot the tournament so you get that tournament feel it was all real events yes and if you watch cobra kai yes remember dutch how he dies of yeah. Yeah. cancer or something yeah he really died yeah 
Oh, did he? No, I bet I knew. You could tell on the show he, he was really sick. sick. No, I, yeah. I get it. I didn't know. That, they wrote that oh. into the story yeah. before he died. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, he died. Yeah, because he was about to die. So, Manny, thank you again for hosting. Delicious. Yeah, food was great. Very well. Join Thanks. us next week when I will be feeding the guys pollo and cerveza, my mom's and my mom's yellow rice. Those peppers next week. No, it's back to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I'm the week after. Yeah. I started off. Okay. Yeah. You're forgetting things, man. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. We need some fish oil. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be discussing TV shows that need to be remade. Savory versus sweet. Uh. What's better? Hidden gem movie recommendation? So a movie that you love that others don't necessarily know about that you're like, man, people should watch this? Anything Charlie Chaplin for us. <laughs> <laughs> a picture show. Sorry, he's, talking, he's like, any of the talking. Send him the talking. He was great. <laughs> and things other people love but we just don't get. Anyway, till next time, thank you everyone for listening. Gentlemen, say goodbye. See you later, guys. Take care. All right. And we are 